how can a veto-proof majority fail? Constitutional carry has been betrayed in Louisiana. The Texas Supreme Court has ruled on four lawsuits against gun store owners related to a 2017 church shooting. And our 2A for today, Modern Militiaman Spotlight, is on a man who ended a stabbing spree in Hartley, Delaware, that left two with life-threatening injuries and one dead. Welcome to 2A for today. for today is a program where we explore all things Second Amendment, all things that protect, threaten, and violate the Second Amendment rights of all Americans. My name is Zoe, and I'm your host of 2A for Today. Grab your dustpans. Louisiana, you got some serious dirt to sweep out of office over the course of the next two to four years. Now by dirt, I mean Democrats in red ties. How can a veto-proof majority fail? Constitutional carry has been betrayed in Louisiana and it's always the most disheartening to see folks that we elect to protect our constitutional rights at the other end of the spear. Is it with a kiss that you betray the son of man? I expect Democrats to flip-flop and switch sides like Freddie Mercury. But Democrats imitating Republican types demonstrate the same philosophical looseness and perversity of actual Democrats. Senate Bill 118 passed in June of 2021 with the House approving 73 to 28 and the Senate 27 to nine. This so-called veto-proof majority, veto-proof because the two-thirds majority that the bill enjoyed in the Senate before the Democrat Governor John Bell Edwards vetoed it, that majority lost five senators between June and July. The legislation would have decriminalized concealed carrying of a firearm. It would have amended Louisiana's concealed carry permit law while repealing the requirement that residents pass a nine-hour course with live fire training and application for a permit in order to carry a concealed gun for anyone 21 and up with no felonies or other restrictions. You know, you can't be betrayed by people that you don't trust. You can only be betrayed by those with whom you have invested confidence. Everyone else you expect to be an adversary to your interests and are pleasantly surprised when they aren't. You know, I sure do love me some gun control. No way, I love gun control too. Oh my God, me three. That's four of us. Gun control is my favorite. Isn't it just the best? I, for one, have had my fill of legislators who will make support or abstain from fighting policies that are outright trespasses of our God-given and constitutionally protected liberties. The Texas Supreme Court has ruled on four lawsuits against gun store owners related to a 2017 church shooting. The day of the massacre at First Baptist Church in Sutherland Springs was devastating. The murder of the 26 people shook the nation and contributed to the myopia and energy of gun control lobbyists to grow government and infringe upon the God-given rights of innocent citizens. Some of the survivors and relatives of those who lost their lives filed several lawsuits against Academy Sports and Outdoors that accused the San Antonio area store of negligently selling a gun used by 26-year-old Devin Kelly in 2016 in the incident. I think when you're under a lot of stress, sometimes, you know, you can't handle it anymore. You do outrageous things. 
just things that you'd never do in a baby. Kelly was a former airman who served a year in confinement following an assault conviction in 2012. He was released from the U.S. Air Force in 2014 for the Big Chicken Dinner. Now, for all you folks who've not served in the military, that is what we called a bad conduct discharge. Kelly bought a Ruger AR-556 semi-automatic rifle with a 30-round magazine from the store. Two lower courts declined to dismiss the lawsuits, so Academy Sports and Outdoors appealed to the Texas Supreme Court on the grounds that the petitions were prohibited by the U.S. Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act, which protects firearm retailers and manufacturers from lawsuits when a third party commits a crime using a legally purchased weapon. Now, the plaintiffs attempted to hold Kelly to Colorado and Texas law by appealing to the Colorado ban on the sale of magazines holding more than 14 rounds because though Kelly was in Texas making the purchase, he presented a Colorado ID with a Colorado home address. Obviously, Colorado law does not govern sales in Texas, so the Texas Supreme Court dismissed the case. Now, this case does teach us something, and it demonstrates the difficulty in using weak background checks to ward off evildoers over simply just arming the populace and providing us taxpayer-funded training. I mean, we're already paying the FBI to create weak systems, and then they weaponize those systems against innocent people. Listen, there's a reason that criminals don't break into the place with the most guns, money, and drugs in a city the police evidence room. Why? Well, it's surrounded by armed, trained people. The militia, necessary for the security of a free state, needs to be armed and trained. For the founders, well-regulated didn't mean prohibited or infringed upon, but trained. Not as a requirement to be permitted, but a state of being for the highest security of a free state full of free people. Lastly, our two-way for today, Modern Militiaman Spotlight, is on a man who ended a stabbing spree in Hartley, Delaware that left two with life-threatening injuries and one dead. Knife wounds are often more difficult to survive than bullet wounds. And the perp in this story ported four people in his mass stabbing before being sent to his maker for judgment. A small group was in a home in Hartley watching TV and playing video games when one of the men flipped his lid and began attacking the other men in the house with a knife. The motive for the attack is still unclear. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Our 2A for today modern militiaman, after being stabbed, was able to retrieve a shotgun. And he shot the maniac in the leg, and it was fatal. Two of the men were hospitalized with life-threatening injuries, and the other two had injuries that were less severe. Well, a knife fight with unarmed men can be a deadly situation. Thankfully, our 2A for today modern militiaman was on the scene to neutralize the knife-wielding wacko and prevent his friends from being perforated further. Now that concludes our program for today, but again, in the coming weeks and months, 2A for today, we'll be talking to experts, scholars, trainers, and all forms of gun right activists and Second Amendment proponents to answer the many questions that we all have and unpack the various laws and trespasses of our rights that have been enacted and those that are already on the horizon. Again, if the Second Amendment's important to you, make sure to subscribe to the New American Magazine and get on the top daily headlines mailing list so that you get an email alert anytime that we upload a video or stream a live event. And share these videos with your family and friends who feel the same or those that are right in the fence between liberty and tyranny who need a little more convincing. 
You've been watching 2A for today. My name is Zoe. Post your comments or your questions, and we'll try to address as many as we can, as fast as we can, in the coming weeks and months. Thank you for watching 2A for today.